Attention timeshare owners. This is an urgent consumer alert from the Timeshare Exit Hotline, a national company specializing in helping consumers legally get out of their expensive timeshare contracts. We're offering you a way to legally get rid of your timeshare. So if you're fed up with the maintenance fees that keep on coming and want to learn if you can terminate your timeshare legally and permanently, call today. Even if you've tried before and were unsuccessful in getting rid of your timeshare, call today and see if we can help. We offer a complete 100% unconditional client satisfaction guarantee. Make this completely free call and learn how we can help you legally put an end to your timeshare nightmare once and for all. You have nothing to lose, so call right now to qualify and receive a free consultation. 800-880-7167. 800-880-7167. That's 800-880-7167. Paid for by Airtime Media. Live from San Francisco on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network, you are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with your hosts, Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi. Are you ready? Are you ready? Let's get it on! How's it going, everybody? Brian Alvarez here on Wrestling Observer Live. We are here every day, Monday through Friday, New Pacific 3 Eastern, Sunday 3 Pacific 6 Eastern. We've got a lot of news to get into today. It's Thursday, and that means that last night, AEW and NXT, yesterday here on this program, not to toot my own horn, I said, is anyone else looking forward to both these shows tonight? I'm very excited for both of them, I said. I believe Mike belittled me, but look what happened. I was right again. AW I thought was an excellent show. NXT I thought was an excellent show. I love that NXT show. I mean, every week Vinny and I review both shows on Thursday night. And as I review both shows, sometimes I go into them thinking that one was much better than the other. And sometimes after I review them a second time, I realize, yep, I was right about that. Sometimes I think I was wrong. The other show was much better. My mind can be changed. But as of right now, as of right now, I believe I will be voting for NXT Halloween Havoc as the better show last night. Some great matches and all sorts of fun stuff. Pat McAfee, The Angle. I thought that was a very, very good show. And AEW was a very good show as well. They're setting up their full gear pay-per-view. We could talk about that. Got a full lineup for full gear. And they've also announced some information about tickets for full gear. So if you're wondering what they're doing... We'll tell you about that here today on the show. If you'd like to tell us what you thought of AEW Dynamite and Halloween Havoc, the text message line, 425-780-7566. That is 425-780-7566. Probably taking phone calls later on in the program. Brian at WrestlingObserver.com. At Brian Alvarez on Twitter. At SemperVivi as well. Hello to everybody. Twitch homies. Twitch.tv slash F4W video. We'll be looking through that chat as well as we... As we barrel through this show here today, but a lot of exciting stuff. So stick around, everybody. We'll kick it up after the break. Wrestling Observer Live. With so many new pet owners, Kezia's Grooming can't keep up. Kezia's Grooming 
Sorry, we'll book solid through the weekend. I can give you a call back, though, if something opens up. It's time to hire. I need Indeed. Indeed you do. The moment you sponsor a job on Indeed, you get a short list of quality candidates from our resume database. Indeed delivers two and a half times more hires than the other branded job sites combined, according to Breezy HR 2019. Visit Indeed.com slash credit and get a $75 credit for your first job post. Terms and conditions apply. Do you owe $10,000 or more on at least two federal student loans? Then you may qualify for new programs offered by the Department of Education. These programs can reduce your interest, lower your payments, and possibly qualify you for loan forgiveness. If you have $10,000 or more and at least two federal student loans and currently not in school, you may qualify for one of these programs. Call now to check your eligibility. Student loan advisors are standing by to help you determine if you qualify for these new programs. They can help you reduce your interest, lower your payment, and even forgive a portion of your student loan debt. Take control of your financial future. Make this free five-minute free call now to Nationwide Student Loans and learn how you can reduce your student loan debt. 800-439-7851. 800-439-7851. 800-439-7851. Attention homeowners. Do you have a house that's in need of serious repairs? Do you have tenants that never seem to make their monthly payments? How about code violations, past due taxes, or maintenance costs you just can't afford? Then call my friends right now with Quick Cash Offer. They specialize in buying any home, no matter how ugly the situation. Turn that problem property into cash right now. It's just that simple. One call and you can get rid of that home headache forever. They buy the ugliest houses with instant Instant closings, instant cash, and huge savings. Plus, there are no realtor fees, no listing fees, and no repair costs. Just cash in your hands for that painful property. They're buying a few more houses in your neighborhood this month. So take advantage of this cash offer and call Quick Cash Offer now. 800-426-2301. 800-426-2301. That's 800 426-2301. At Shell, we know from the time you get up to the time you wrap up, Good night. there's a lot of meetups, eat-ups, and hurry-ups. So come to Shell and get three things done at once. Fill up with Shell V Power Nitro Plus to help keep your engine running like new. Save up with the Fuel Rewards Program and never pay full price for gas again. And snack up with in-store rewards to save even more at the pump. Make the most of the stop you need to make with Shell. And engines that continuously use Shell V-Power Nitro Plus Premium Gas. And see full terms and conditions at FuelRewards.com. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Back in the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Sempervivi, also WrestlingObserver.com. I see everybody in the Twitch chat obsessing about my shirt right here. <clears throat> yes, it says, dismember the body. No, I'm not a serial killer like Dexter Loomis. Those of you that are subscribers, I'm sure you've heard my buddy Mark. This was Mark's band, Dismember the Body. And he gifted me this shirt 15 years ago. Wow. And all of my clothes, I, I did a giant load of clothes, and they were all in the washing machine. This was the only shirt I could find, so I wore it here today. Uh, spe- speaking of giant loads, what's, what do you call the font on that shirt? I'm, I met Mark in, like, 2005. I was doing some student films, and 
I had this resume and resume for what? I never done anything. So I put author of death of WCW on my on my acting resume. And Mark was the director and he looked at my resume and he hired me instantly because he read death of WCW. And the rest is history. So that's why I'm wearing this shirt here today, everybody. Man. What have you ever done, Mike? Get out of here. Done lots of things, although at 15 years, you know, that shirt is ready to challenge for the uh, the WWE Championship and get involved in the uh, the Randy Orton Edge. Hey, field. listen, there's one of us on this show right now that can still wear his clothes from 15 years ago, so get out of here. <laughs> hey, I got comfortable, pal. Leave me alone. Tickets to this year's full gear pay-per-view are set to go on the air this week. 10 a.m. Eastern on Friday. That's tomorrow. Full gear being held at Daly's Place. They're selling limited tickets to the show. So if you're interested in going, if you're in the area and you trust going to a live wrestling show that's socially distanced and you have to wear a mask, well, here you go. This is the show for you. We got a bunch of matches after last night's AEW show and one more show, which is the go-home show. This may as well have been the go-home show because next week they're going head up with fallout from the election. Mm. You may as well not even be on TV that night. We got John Moxley versus Eddie Kingston in an I Quit match. FTR versus the Young Bucks, and the stipulation is if the Young Bucks do not win the AEW Tag Team titles, they will never challenge for them again. Now, Cody did this a year ago, and when I first, when I was watching the show and they made this announcement, I, man, I wasn't a big fan. I, I dislike it less today after Dave gave his thoughts on the whole thing, but we can talk about that in a moment. We got Hikaru Shida versus Nyla Rose. Cody defends against Darby Allen. The World title, uh, title Eliminator Finals, Kenny Omega versus Hangman Page. Chris Jericho versus MJF. If MJF wins, he will join the inner circle. An elite deletion match with Matt Hardy versus Sammy Guevara. And Orange Cassidy will be facing Long John Silver on the pre-show. So that is the lineup. And... A lot of different angles last night. You mocked me yesterday for being excited about Halloween Havoc. But, man, that show was good. That was a really good show. So, overall, a fine night of Wednesday Night Wrestling. we get into details here in a bit. But, Mike, what did you think of these two programs? They were both good shows that moved things forward for their brands in their own ways. And I actually thought, here come the boomers and the uh, the assaults on Twitter, but... I actually thought NXT was the better show. You can, you know, the Cameron Grimes, Dexter Loomis match is uh, is always, those matches are just going to be referendums on what you think about uh, cinematic wrestling because that, for the most part, is what that was. Actually, it was all the way up until the very end, even inside the ring, uh, in that universe and realm where we actually, in pro wrestling, go back into the ring uh, to finish the match. They even put all the special effects on the and made it a Michael Jackson thriller scene. And, hey, you know, it's Halloween, I guess, so y you're going to get that. But if you take that out of the mix, I said last week, you know, one of the pluses of that I've been seeing is Raquel Gonzalez's presence, you know, just in the ring. No, but it, as a presence, she has grown to me tremendously and is certainly out of Dakota Kai's shadow uh, of just being her heavy. And I thought yesterday, holding up to her end of the deal with Rhea Ripley, who's a great person to be in the ring with, 
I thought she came across great. And you're still going to have to be obviously very careful with her as they continue to build her up. But I thought that was fantastic. I think Pat McAfee is fantastic. I know not everyone does. I thought he was tremendous. I thought the way he was able to, you know, because he comes across again because he's not, you know, out of the WWE promo, you know, promo system. You know, he felt like a real dude and him spinning what he did and and now the guy that injured my guy I'm bringing on to my team and he's bringing his guy and here we are and I thought that was great I think he's fantastic um and really the biggest I think the other big high point for me off of both shows last night before throw back to you is Eddie Kingston and John Moxley it's a no-brainer obviously but they continue to hit on something every week and in this case it was that video promo that John Moxley had where they were showing Eddie with the rosary and it's just Moxley cutting the promo on him and I thought it came across so good and if they do another one next week of Eddie uh, doing the same thing with Moxley, I think that would be great. But th- their their interactions have been fantastic. And then Eddie's promo afterwards inside the ring, you know, it just iced the cake. This is, if they continue on with it, I don't know how it'll go. But, you know, as far as short feuds of the year go, I mean, it's a, it's a slam dunk for me. All right, a couple of quick notes. We had Hangman Page beating Wardlow. This match was excellent. If you, whatever expectations you had going in, and this was kind of the story of last night, this exceeded those expectations. Wardlow looked great. They gave him everything before beating him. It didn't hurt Hangman. It absolutely helped Wardlow, so that was a home run. Moxley and Eddie Kingston built up their match. What can I say? They're both excellent at this professional wrestling game. Kingston beat Seidel and then made him say, I quit. Basic build for the pay-per-view. Young Bucks did their promo, basically announcing that if they don't win, they will never challenge for the tag titles again. Town Hall meeting, it started out very wacky. We had Luchasaurus asking questions as a dinosaur. It's funny, but it was wacky. And there's like a level of wackiness where if it gets too wacky, you can't take this thing seriously. But at the end, when MJF and Jericho finally went face-to-face and got serious, I mean, they're fantastic. So that's the storyline. MJF has to beat Jericho at the pay-per-view to get into the inner circle. We had Orange Cassidy and Cody in a Lumberjack match, which I will talk about more later because I was very angry last night, but anyway, I'll talk about that in a moment. Serena Deeb and Layla Hirsch was very good for the NWA women's title. We had Penton Kenny Omega. Obviously, Kenny Omega won, but they had another excellent match. Kenny Omega beating him with the one-winged angel. And then for NXT, Johnny Gargano beat Damian Priest. False count anywhere. It was a Devil's Playground match. A false count anywhere and no count out they added. Just so we didn't have another WCW moment. Mm. Pat McAfee, the segment where him and Lorkin and Birch beat up Kyle O'Reilly with help from Pete Dunne. There's now a new foursome, which will probably lead to a War Games match. Dude, if you don't like Pat McAfee, I don't know what to tell you. What is there not to like? He's the greatest heel. He's a fantastic promo. He's doing his job. You're supposed to hate this guy. He's the greatest. Phantasma and Jake Atlas, I don't even know what's going on here. This I was baffled by. Non-title match, Phantasma beats him in three minutes. What? Haunted House of Terror? That needs a segment of its own. Rhea Ripley, Raquel Gonzalez, fantastic. I mean, again, for whatever you were expecting, it exceeded that by like ten times. This match was so good. And then the main event, Io Shirai, Candice LeRae, tables, ladders, and stairs. I presume everyone is alive. 
but they did a lot of crazy stuff and falling through ladders and a suplex under the edge of a chair. I mean, some of this stuff was too dangerous, but it was a hell of a match. Io Shirai retains. And hey, we got a storyline coming up where this family wanted to both win titles at the same time. Johnny did it. Candice failed. So that may not end well, or that may lead to some marital strife. Uh-oh. I guess we'll find out. But we're going to take your thoughts on this when we come back from the break. And listen, whatever you want me to go into detail on, just let me know. But I got an hour and a half with Vinny tonight to talk about everything that happened on both shows. But I can give you guys a sneak preview here free on the air. Ooh. Just let me know. Back in a moment of Observer Live. Attention to anyone that's written a book or wants to write a book. The process is not that complicated. Take a first step. Even if you write a page a day, you'll build momentum and your book will become a reality. The hard part is getting it published. That's when you need to call Page Publishing. They've got hundreds and hundreds of thank yous from different new authors, just like you. They make the process of publishing your new book and getting it sold online a simple process. You can learn how simple it is right now by calling for your free page publishing new author submission kit one quick three-minute phone call that's all it takes to get free information and learn how you can get your book published pick up your phone right now and call us 24 hours a day at this number 800-603-0885 800-603-0885 that's 800-603-0885 have you written a book? You can become a published author with Dorrance Publishing, the nation's oldest publishing services company. Countless authors have trusted Dorrance for nearly a hundred years to bring their book to the market. Our professional team will edit your text, design your book pages, and create an appealing, eye-catching custom cover. Plus, our authors benefit from a custom book promotion marketing campaign that makes your book available where people buy books, like Amazon and brick-and-mortar bookstores. So make this free call right now to claim your your free author's guide to publishing. Don't wait another day. Take one step closer to realizing your dream of becoming a published author and seeing your name in print. You've already written a book, so the next thing to do is make this free call right now to Dorns Publishing and get your free guide to publishing. Call right now. 800-485-6003. 800-485-6003. That's 800-485-6003. Matthew. Huh? Oh, sorry. It's okay. I just need you to listen to me. I know that a lot of times, Mom, it might not seem like I'm listening to you, but I am. I hear you. And what you say really does matter to me. I mean, let's be honest. No kid likes rules, but I get why we have them. I hear you, and I know it's because you care. All the talks we've had over the years, including what you've told me about not using alcohol and other drugs, they stick with me. And believe it or not, they really do make a difference, especially at times that matter most. Hey, want a drink? No thanks, I'm good. So thank you, Dad, for talking and preparing me for what's ahead. Thanks, Mom, for never giving up and always being my biggest fan. 
Thank you for letting me know what you expect, so I can try to meet your expectations. Thank you for talking. For more information about talking with your kids about underage use of alcohol and other drugs, visit underagedrinking.samhsa.gov. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Back in the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Sempervivi, also of WrestlingObserver.com. Should mention that if you go to video.f4wonline.com, that is our video service. And I noticed yesterday as you go up there, the very first thing you see now is members-only videos. Before, you had to go up there and you had to go into playlists or a community, although if you're on the iPad, community doesn't work. And so you had to go into playlists and scroll. It was, you could do it, but it was it was not the easiest. Now it is a thousand times easier. Video.f4wonline.com, the Brian and Vinny shows, Wrestling Observer Live, uh, Filthy Four Daily, the shows with Lance Storm, they're all available, the entire show on video. So if you're a fan of, for example, this show, but you would like to see Brian and Vinny, the video shows, all of these are available and archives at video.f4wonline.com. And now all you do is you go there, and the first thing you see is all of the latest members' videos. There's Yesterday's Observer Live, the Brian, Vinny, Craig, and Granny Halloween Song Contest show, and Retro Raw, uh, Observer Live, Filthy Four Daily with Tom, all up there right at the top. It's impossible to miss. So... If you're a video fan, I know some of you are because you're watching right now on twitch.tv slash F4WVideo. Go to the video site here and and enjoy. It's like $7.99, cheaper than the main site. You don't get the 12,000 archived audio shows or the podcasts or anything like that. But you do get these videos, and and it's a lot of fun. Also, Speak Now, I forgot. we got to add that one now. It's brand new. Speak Now Pro Wrestling with Denise Salcedo. Those are up at the video site also. So check it out. Now, during the break, I was looking through the Twitch chat here, and everybody was talking about various things, but what kept coming up was this Young Bucks stipulation. Mm. So, let's talk about it here. Last year, Cody was challenging for the title, and he said, if I do not win, I will never challenge for the title again. Now, the thing with AEW is they are adhering to all of their stipulations. Nobody believed it. Everybody was looking for the WWE way to get out of it. It's been over a year now, or it's been about a year, and Cody has never challenged for this title again. And he's not gonna. I know some of you are still thinking, well, five years from now, maybe the guy's going to turn heel and challenge for this title. I don't think he's ever challenging for the title again. Because... If you recall, last night on the show, MJF did a promo, and he said that if Wardlow wins his tournament and wins the title, I own him, so he's going to give that title to me. And, like, literally moments later, Jim Ross and all of the other commentators pretty much said, dude, it ain't happening, because Tony Khan would never allow it. So everybody that's looking for the excuse of, well, Cody's going to turn heel and he's going to break the stip because he's a heel and he's going to challenge for the title. In storyline, I mean, it's already been established, Tony Khan isn't going to allow it. That was the stip. 
yes, I guess there's a possibility that someday. But the point of all of this is, at this moment and from day one, he was never going to break the stip. It's over. That was his stip. It's done. It's permanent. So, the Young Bucks announced the same stip last night. I realize it's been a full year or so, but it just seemed way too fast for me. Now, Dave talked me off the ledge, and he pointed out that you do realize that FTR has gone through one team after another, and they've just beaten everybody. And the Young Bucks, the whole story of the Young Bucks is they failed over and over for a year. And so is it really a great idea for FTR to win the first meeting? Because that was what I thought from day one. Like, FTR should win this first meeting, and the Young Bucks can beat them later on down the road. But when Dave explained all of this, I thought about it, and it was like, you know what? These guys don't need to lose again. I mean, they had that one loss that put them over the edge to where now everybody thinks they're heels because they've gone crazy. They're so furious about losing yet again. So should they really be losing again? Actually, probably not. FTR can lose the tag team titles, and FTR can win them back again somewhere down the road. Now, the other thing is, everybody's pointing out that, well, I mean, it seems obvious right now that the Young Bucks are going to win these tag team titles. Yes. Yes. Because if you go back historically, this is far from the first time that a babyface has promised something where you pretty much know, well, they're definitely winning the title. It's happened countless times through history. And if you think that those kind of stipulations lead to less people buying tickets, less people interested because they know the result, think again. These stipulations have led to turnaway sellout after turnaway sellout historically. When the babyface makes that stip where you know, man, there's no way this guy's losing. He's going to get that big win. He's promised it. That's a very, very powerful thing if you do it sparingly. And since they've done it once with Cody... Well, now people believe, man, maybe the Young Bucks actually will lose. But in my opinion, and I have no inside information, but I'm like 100% sure in this situation that the Young Bucks are beating FTR and they're winning those tag team titles. Probably going to be a hell of a match, and away you go from there. So I really didn't like it yesterday. I like it more today, or I dislike it less today. But I do feel that they're going to the stip too quickly this should be a stip like every three four years i think it's been barely a year actually by the way so i think it's just i would have liked them them to have not done that yet but what's done is done so there you go yeah i don't feel that strongly in the negative direction but i do think it is kind of early i wish they would have had some conflict inside the ring you know before you get to the point where the young bucks go no damn it you know i we're we're gonna do this or we'll never challenge for the belts again and you know ftr could win because let's be real about this the young bucks don't actually need those titles they never need those titles especially with the way that they continue will uh seem to be continually taking care of the tag division and they're going to keep you know making sure that's strong they can exist forever without those belts you know the road warriors were in the nwa a long time they won the belts once you know so they don't necessarily need them and just like cody as long as you always adhere to the stip you've always got an idea for an angle because you can always try to build up fan support where they are rallying and just dying for you to take the belt and i think ultimately one day you could see into the future 
uh, a very nasty MJF on top of the AEW mountain and then just fans him laying waste to everyone else and having fans go, you know, Cody, you know, they, they start to rebel and that's what you need. That's the only way you can flip one of those uh, stipulations that get laid out like that. Like, uh, you know, you can never challenge for the belt again. It's going to need the fans to really rally for it. And unless you can make that happen, then it doesn't work. But you know, I could see that with Cody and MJF, and I could see that later on with the Young Bucks. So if they decide to go in that direction, I won't be, I won't fall over shocked. But the it feels early. I don't think the face to face worked. I think if you're going to do something that short, Tully maybe should have taken it over. I still don't understand why they don't utilize him in in a, in a bigger way. I didn't. I was not sold on Matt Jackson's promo, especially at the beginning when they were doing the banter. Now I think at the end when he made. The proclamation, I thought that came off okay, but then you had Excalibur just, again, something, it just, it it doesn't feel like it's flowing very smooth to me, but I guess it doesn't matter because once they get to the match, that's all I really want to see. I just want to see these two teams in the ring, and regardless of what the result is going to be, I mean, I hope we see more of it. So uh, there's been a couple of people, one guy in the chat here, one guy on our board, they're like, man, this is this is going to kill the buy rate or it's going to hurt the buy rate. Dude, no. Okay? What? If you this? look at the card for – this is not a one-match show. This is, not a, this is not Hell in a Cell where they barely announce any matches. And it's, like, built around Roman Reigns and Jey Uso and Sasha and Bailey. And, like, if you're not into those, and the Randy Orton, Drew McIntyre, there's a bunch of great matches announced for this show. And if you're an AEW fan to any degree – Somebody that's going to spend 60 bucks for a pay-per-view. You're telling me that Young Bucks and FTR not being everything you wanted, like you're going to skip out on Moxley and Eddie Kingston and and the Chris Jericho MJF and Hangman versus Omega and Cody versus Darby, where Darby's probably winning the title. I mean, no. Maybe you could count on two hands the number of people that this one match not being booked the way they like is turning them off to buying the whole pay-per-view, but... This is a strong pay-per-view. It's probably going to do right around what every pay-per-view did. And the idea that they've done something wrong with FTR and the Young Bucks and they're going to get like 30,000 buys. No, that's ridiculous. It's completely ridiculous. That's true. That person isn't trolling or let's just say exaggerating. They really feel that way. How can you make it through life, let alone make it through watching wrestling on television? This person here does note, I thought the Young Bucks said they wouldn't challenge for the tag titles again. If they don't successfully win them at full gear, if that's the case, FTR should get disqualified on purpose. Well, you could do that, but they're not going (laughs) to. But, you know, the thing is, though, Brian, if they decide to do that, they haven't done it. So there would be, okay, if you're going to do it. Now, the only issue is, I think, if you did this on a Clash of the Champions or on a very special edition of Dynamite, okay, I think where they would, would... put the hand up on that one is if we're going to do that you better have a disqualification in a match for free that builds towards a match on t on on a pay-per-view so i think they would may have that mentality but again because they haven't overdone this stuff you can do it first says brian you mentioned tony khan should not allow or would not allow wardlow to gift mgf the title because tony khan would not allow it but cody is an evp wouldn't he have the power to grant himself a title match if he ever turns heel well this is all we're making up our own storylines in our head but, I mean, all I know from watching the show for a year is the buck stops at Tony Khan in storyline. So, in theory, no. Cody could not just decide he was going to do something if Tony Khan wouldn't allow it. Back in a moment, Observer Live.
If you owe the IRS back taxes, don't worry. There's a bright side. The experts at brightsidetaxrelief.com will protect you from having your wages garnished, money deducted from your bank account, and your home or business seized. Brightsidetaxrelief.com will fight the IRS and negotiate to reduce or eliminate the amount you owe. Visit brightsidetaxrelief.com or call 800-730-4313. That's 800-730-4313. The consultation is free. Go to brightsidetaxrelief.com now. I'm going to tell you how you can get real health care for as little as $6 a day. Yes, now you can get affordable health care for you and your family immediately and save as much as 50% off your current monthly health care payments. Our plans are perfect for people that are self-employed, can't afford health benefits where they work, or just want to pay less for their current health care. And coverage is guaranteed regardless of your medical condition. We even offer some of the new Christian faith-based health benefits. Save up to 50% on your family's health care. Make a free quick call now. There are no contracts and we give you a 10-day money-back trial period. Call Provision Enrollment right now for your risk-free guaranteed health insurance quote starting at $6 a day. 800-472-5145. 800-472-5145. That's 800-472-5145. Are you 60 plus and love to travel? Introducing the Senior Travel Discount Network, brought to you by Low Cost Airlines. Call us anytime, day or night, and save up to 75% on your airline and hotel reservations. We can help you save a ton of money to fly almost anywhere. We have inside discounts on over 500 airlines and 500,000 hotels worldwide. And when you call and mention the discount code 60 plus, we'll give you an extra free night with your qualified air and hotel reservation. Now you can get the best prices on air and hotel reservations with your phone. We make it easy and fast for you to save money and book a trip. Remember, call the Senior Travel Discount Network. Mention the discount code 60 plus for your free hotel night with your qualified reservation. Call now. 800-493-6118. 800-493-6118. That's 800-493-6118. Cleanings, checkups, and cavities? Have Dr. Chang's dental practice at capacity. Patient in room one is getting a root canal. The x-rays in room two are going to have to wait. We're down to one hygienist. It's time to hire. I need Indeed. Indeed you do. The moment you sponsor a job on Indeed, you get a short list of quality candidates from our resume database. Indeed delivers two and a half times more hires than the other branded job sites combined, according to Breezy HR 2019. Visit Indeed.com credit and get a $75 credit for your first job post. Terms and conditions apply. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Back in the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Uh, Mike Sempervivi, also of WrestlingObserver.com. I've been accused of there for a minute. I've been accused of lying in the Twitch chat. I don't even know what they're talking about. Some jabroni. Maybe oh, yeah. he'll maybe he'll tell me what he uh, what he's talking about here. But show your face, geek, or at uh, least explain yourself. I want to know what he's talking about. I, I got my eye on you guys. You hear me, every one of you. Nice. Oh, says lying in the Vinny video. I've never lied. Oh. But listen. Oh yeah. No. I got no, a text message never. here about Cameron Grimes. Person says he's incredible. That's all I can say. He needs to be pushed to the moon. 
the bar mitzvah triangle. Pop Regal with that one. You hear? See that? So what I'm going to do is I'm going to give the short version of this because I got a lot to say tonight. All right. But in general, the Cameron Grimes Dexter Loomis match was in two parts. Okay. The first haunted house of horror part was they were actually in a house somewhere. Okay. The second part, they were doing some wrestling moves in the ring. Now, do you justify this here? I'm not going to justify anything. I'm just going to tell you my thoughts. So this Dexter Loomis character, I've ranted and raved for months now. All right? Guy does a good job playing a character, but he's playing a character that sucks in pro wrestling. It's a disaster. It's a calamity. Okay? But you know what? Dexter Loomis is a creep in a horror movie. That's his character! So maybe I'm the only one, but when they were in the house and they put the big splash graphic up on the screen, Haunted House of Horror or whatever, and there's blood dripping off of it, it was a spoof on every awful horror movie ever. And you know what they gave us? An awful horror movie. I got what was advertised in that segment. Dexter Loomis, he just had to be a, a creepy serial killer. Cameron Grimes is fantastic. No, it was nowhere near as good as the Boneyard match, but it was a lot closer to the Boneyard match than anything else. And quite frankly, quite frankly, Dexter in the Haunted House of Horrors, in a bad horror flick, in a horrible B-movie, is better than when he's in the ring. So I did not hate in any way the first part where they were just doing an awful horror movie. That's what it was supposed to be, an awful horror movie, okay? But then, then they go back to the building and they get in the ring. Well, now it's supposed to be a wrestling match. And what do we have? We have smoke randomly rising from the ring. Like, is the ring on fire? We have zombies. We have literal zombies, undead people getting into the ring. Dexter Loomis now needs to be a professional wrestler doing this gimmick. Once again, it became a calamity. So I don't have the words on this national radio show to express my hatred for what happened when they ended up in the ring together. But as far as when they were in the house doing a horror movie, whatever, great, fine. It's three minutes. It was supposed to be bad. It was supposed to be a movie. But once you get in the ring and you start doing this crap... No, I don't like it. That's my thoughts on the Haunted House of Horror. I swung both ways. Do you still, um, as far as comparing it to the WrestleMania match with Bray Wyatt and John Cena? That wasn't now, a match. That was a vignette. But Brian, so if you're telling me that after everything that they did in the WrestleMania main event, if they would have stumbled to the ring and and without zombies gotten a pin would that have changed your mind on the match listen mike i'm just going off you, of your if you love of that match if you love the bray wyatt john cena match good for you but the only way to even begin to suspend your disbelief for the john cena match okay is you have to accept 
that John yep. Cena and Bray Wyatt were working together for a performance. Or be on enough mind-altering okay. drugs where that Not even sense. that. Yes. Not even that. If the storyline is, okay, well, WrestleMania this year, Bray Wyatt and John Cena are going to drop acid, and we're going to film it. You still wouldn't have got what we got in the Funhouse. The only way to make the Funhouse make any sense whatsoever is if John Cena and Bray Wyatt are working together, and Bray Wyatt goes, hey, bro, I'm going to bring back your old basic Thungadomics outfit, and you're going to put it on. That's the only way that it works. So, no. I mean, were it Cameron Grimes and, and Dexter Loomis working together in this horror film? No, they filmed it like a horror film. I was sold. I was told when the big graphic came on the screen that you're going to see a goofy horror film. I did. I got exactly what was delivered. At WrestleMania, I was told Bray Wyatt and John Cena, who hate each other, are going to have a match. But what they had was a vignette where they worked together. So no, it's not even remotely similar to the Haunted House of Horrors. It's closer to the Boneyard match. Now, the Boneyard match was way better. But what they did last night was closer to the Boneyard match than that goofy Bray Wyatt-John Cena Firefly Funhouse, quote, match. It wasn't a match. There's nothing resembling a match. You got you know, my, my old self here. It's amazing. And by the way, is... hey, you know another one, Mike? When they got yeah. back to the ring, which yeah. I absolutely hated, okay? And which it turned into a thriller video, it, yes. it totally sucked when they were inside the ring, but you know what? That What's was that? more of a match than the Firefly Funhouse because they were at least God. fighting each other. It's not like all of a sudden Grimes and, and Dexter Loomis team up to beat up some zombies or some crap. Is the fa- same family tree of matches it just yes it they is. are they are all cinematic matches you're right but two of them were cinematic matches and one was a vignette where two guys got together in their high school video production class i i don't i don't know horror films well to be honest with you it's, i just don't so i a lot of the references i'm sure flew way over my head but i'll say this Cameron Grimes is great. Cameron Grimes is great. Sure at is everything. great. Cameron Grimes is great at wrestling. Cameron Grimes is great at, at at everything, and he was fantastic. I thought William Regal leading him into it, I thought was a nice touch. Uh, Dexter Loomis. We talked about it with Bray Wyatt as far as being a character. Dexter Loomis. I don't know Sam Shaw. I don't know how great of a mat wrestler he is or anything else, but he's a character and. If they're going to keep him around and on the payroll, cool. But he's got to be in roles where he's either the sight gag or he is a literal killer doing something at behest of somebody else. But I hope maybe they take this as the opportunity to do something like that with him. I know somebody's cringing going, oh, God, it's the last thing I want to see is more cinematic stuff or things like that. But, hey, there's a place for characters. There's a place for everybody. You just got to figure out how to use them right. And this is going to be a sharp left turn away from that. But just because I was thinking about it when you and Dave were talking about him last night, Tucker. Do you know how easy in one fell swoop it would have been to keep him on Raw since he turned on his friend? He becomes the heavy to the Miz. You know he can talk a little he bit. He is on Raw. It, but but that's what I'm saying. But, I mean, like, okay, now that he is officially there, there, whatever the issue was with putting his name wrong on the SmackDown, all the stuff with Otis is over with. If he's on Raw... He can be with Miz and Morrison, and you can give him the opportunity as well as change what Miz and Morrison are 
all in one fell swoop. You can you can give everyone some serious. You can give everyone some some weight to their characters here, and you can see what you might be able to get out of Tucker playing in a role behind Miz and Morrison, who have been there for a long time, and is a guy that again two guys that he can watch Morrison work in the ring wise and Miz work on the microphone and how he carries himself outside wise and see what you can get. It was as simple as that, and they have fumbled it, you know. And we'll see ultimately what happens. But I don't see the Miz being anything different than what he is. I don't see Morrison being any different and unfortunately for tucker that means he's going to get buried underground how in the world do we get to tucker we can turn it right back to the uh well i'll read the, this uh... for you good god bless this person i'm not mad at you or anything like that but it is amazing how badly wwe has just ruined some people this person says there's also the idea that because of how heelish the bucks have been they could lose and then go back on their word everybody no it's not gonna happen no no. AEW is going to adhere to their stipulations. I know that's totally of totally foreign idea to people that watch WWE. But if someone retires in AEW, they're not coming back. If someone loses a match where they can never challenge for the title again, they're not gonna. In WWE, every stipulation, they're immediately trying to find a way to get out of the stipulation. Right? I mean, like every time. Every time. That's not they're they're on an island. The rule used to be two years to five years at least. With with every promotion, aside from WCW at the end, the stipulations were adhered to. Like all over the world, in every promotion, everywhere. It was not, well, let's sell these marks on this stipulation, and then we'll immediately find a way to screw them. Like, if you did that back when you, you know, WWE now, publicly traded company, they're going to have their earnings call in about an hour now, an hour. and they're going to be just flooded with money, okay? So, like, they can do anything, and they're not going to go out of business anytime soon. But back in the day, you lived and died by how many tickets you sold. And if you did a stipulation, and you sold a bunch of tickets, and you immediately found a way to screw the people, you'd stop selling tickets, and you'd go out of business. So nobody did that! Yeah. And AW is not going to do some stipulations where the whole idea is, well, we're going to promise this, we're going to get people to buy the show, and then we're going to find some goofy way to screw them out of the stipulation and we'll get the titles on the Young Bucks. Believe me, there's two things that are going to happen here. Or could happen. The Young Bucks are either going to win and they will be the champions. Or they're going to lose and they will never challenge for the tag titles again. Those are the only two things that are going to happen here. The only two things. So you can make of that what you will when you try to figure out who's going to win the match. And when you adhere to those steps and you make all those things matter and you make things matter in your promotion, your fans get longer memories because things matter. And they, you know, so that's why you can't do that stuff. And you used to kill areas. And look, AEW, for anything you don't like about some of their their main stuff, they do a lot of small things well. They do a lot of small things well, right down to just divisions in camps. I mean, obviously, MJF and Jericho being heels, battering with each other. You know, that's the biggest thing that, that's going on out there. But Eddie Kingston and Lance Archer having tension. Now, because of the way things went back and forth with the interference and, you know, do, do the, the best friends and maybe QT and Dustin have a little issue now, even though they're both on the babyface side of the ledger. I mean, they've done a lot of small things like that that we used to see in traditional routes. They used to they do that stuff well, and that stuff pays off. And the, and the more you pay attention, it pays off. And to not screw people with these types of stipulations and have them blow up in, in, in their face and just blow them up whenever you want to, it, it's a stupid idea. 
it's always been that way. And that's why, again, WWE isn't part of the situation that it's in. This person here says, the people who say that AEW is not more sports-based like they said they would be just need to watch the Firefly Funhouse, the Fiend nonsense, and the Loomis nonsense, and you will see the huge difference. Hey, listen, AEW does wacky things too, but there's like a, there's a limit. In WWE's universe, there is no limit to the wackiness. Where is Mr. Brody Lee, this person said. Felt super hot as TNT champ. I thought Cody's win came too fast, but it was okay as long as he kept his momentum and then he vanished. That's well, good, though. It's there's, good. I mean, he could have COVID. He could have come well, in contact that, that with someone who has COVID. Or, more likely, because it's been many weeks now, there's a plan. Uh-huh. So, stand by for this show as well. Hold those Observer Live. Airlines have just reduced their prices even more. Book 30 days in advance and save big. Want the absolute lowest prices on your airline tickets? Then call the low-cost airlines travel hotline right now. For prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. The only way to access our low rates and save up to 70% is to call. Save hundreds on your vacation tickets by calling right now. You can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go. And pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at low-cost airlines. 800-754-4531. 800-754-4531. That's 800-754-4531. Most of us like to be out in the sun. That's why sunscreen and other safety measures are key to protecting your skin from aging and cancer. The FDA recommends using a sunscreen with a sun protection factor, or SPF, of 15 or higher. Also, look for broad spectrum on the label. That means both harmful ultraviolet A and B rays are blocked. UVA rays age the skin. UVB rays burn. And both cause cancer. But the perfect sunscreen doesn't count if you use it wrong. Don't need sunscreen on a cloudy day? Wrong. 80% of UV rays still get through the haze. Only use sunscreen at the beach? Nope. Anytime you're outside, UV rays attack the skin, so you need protection. And you have to reapply sunscreen every two hours. Remember, SPF plus broad spectrum equal healthy fun in the sun. Visit www.fda.gov sunscreen for more information. A message from the U.S. Food and Drug Administration. This is a potter's field. When people can't pay for their funerals, they are buried here. It is a lonely, desolate place, littered with unmarked headstones. No one visits. No one leaves flowers. But it doesn't have to be that way. For as low as $1 a day, you can ensure your family will have the money to pay your funeral expenses. We offer burial insurance plans that pay up to $30,000. Considering the average funeral costs more than $10,000, that's peace of mind for your family. There are no medical exams, your rates won't increase, and your policy cannot be canceled as long as you make your premium payments. 
Call now to get approved in minutes and ensure your final resting place is more than just a pauper's grave in a potter's field. 800-516-2499-800-516-2499-800-516-2499. Again, that's 800-516-2499. Paid for by Final Expense Direct. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Is here Wrestling Observer Live, Mike Sempervivi, also WrestlingObserver.com. For instance, for the first time since the last time I saw Pete Dunne, last night was the first time I actively watched NXT. All I want is a bruiserweight and I'll watch their product. Well, lucky you, he's back and he's shredded in the best shape of his life on that show last night. I guess when you're home for six months and all you can do is eat and work out, you end up looking like Pete Dunne did last night. Yeah, you had two options with COVID. You could get a COVID body in one direction or the other, and he decided to to take it in the the good direction. This person here says, but what if Bucks really copy Cody? FTR beats them, and then with maybe Hangman, they become the first trios champions. Well, I guess you could do that, but I mean, if you're doing this tip twice in one year, I don't like the idea of doing the same thing twice in one year. So this one, they should win. I say the gun club should become tag team champions. Maybe someday they will. Person here says, do you think this is the week that NXT wins the overall rating? I feel like NXT may very well win in total viewers, but I do believe that AEW will be ranked higher and win all of the main demos. But I could be wrong. But that's that's kind of my feeling. I think AEW is going to win like they usually do outright, but I would be interested to see as the show went on for NXT because it was solid if they actually were able to build up and hold ground and how much they increased, if any. Well, everybody, we're out of time. We'll be back later on tonight. Myself and Vinny running down all of the matches on both shows. we got 90 minutes, so we'll go in great depth about everything. And that's for subscribers at WrestlingObserver.com. If you want the podcast in the podcast library, if you want the video, video video.f4wonline.com. Check them both out. We're out of here, everybody. Thanks, Mike, as always. Callers and listeners, everybody in the studio, Twitch homies. Talk to you next time, Wrestling Observer Live.